The Reckless Ray, the Reckless Power Hour. Breaking news. Welcome back to the program, my fine freedom-fighting Floridians. It's nice to be back in the Sunshine State. I'm happy to report to the listeners that we've picked up a few new market placements in our neighboring states. And even some small factions of the sensible Midwest have shown interest in the programming here at the Reckless Ray Power Hour. And we're glad to have you. We're going to help set this country back on the right track, one loyal Spotify listener at a time, after a very expected showing in the recent midterm elections, much as we had predicted all along. How did I say that right, Augie? Spotify? Spotify, right? Expected showing. Are you joking? Also, Ray, God, it's it's Spotify. Spotify. Just just sound it out. That boner buzzkill right there is Kelly, our resident B-I-T-C. Ray. Wow. Nice first impression, by the way, Kelly. Way to greet the listeners. Nasty, nasty woman. <sighs> Before Kelly's rude interruption, I think you'll find our program covers all the major angles. You got your conspiracy theories, hating on Hollywood, and a sensible amount of rhetoric on why it's a tough world these days to be your average white man. Overall, I'd say it's just the right balance of anger and alternative facts. I think they also just call that misinformation, Ray. Yeah, or uh, lying. <laughs> well, at least when Ray talks. Luckily, for our listeners, though, I'm here, and I'm going to counter Ray's alt-right Marjorie Taylor Greene-style nonsensical rants with my own set of facts. And I think the key word there is your own set of facts. This is what we're up against, ladies and gentlemen. Steelers wheeled Groundhog's Day, if you will. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, and here I am, stuck in the middle. God damn it, Augie, how many times do I have to tell you this is public domain only? At any rate... I am here trying to decipher reality for our listeners who just want to have some cooperative, productive conversations about the future of this country. Okay, folks, you've already met Kelly, the big B, and this head-in-the-oven piece of plain white vanilla would be Augie. You'll notice he has a somebody-better-watch-this-guy-when-he-walks-across-the-high-bridge kind of energy, and you'll know it's him when you get a distinctive note of Eeyore in his voice. Shockingly, he's managed to take that level of lethargy to an 11 in the recent weeks after he failed to get Taylor Swift tickets. Ever since, he's been moping around this place like a lovesick teen, still firing blanks over the jagged little pill liner notes. That is a remarkably vivid picture, albeit a gross one. Nobody cares what you think. Okay, and there you have it, folks. To complete the lineup, that's your host, the one and only Reckless Ray. He's a condescending jerk. I still just don't understand it. I bought all of her albums, been to all of her concerts since the beginning, well, except the 1989 tour when I had to get my appendix out, but I even sent an apology letter. I've been there since the beginning, the first hits, Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn. I know every word to teardrops on my guitar. I was there well before it was socially acceptable for a middle-aged man to be registered to her fan club. I just don't get it. That's a tough break, Augustus. I, however, I did get my tickets. Row 9, actually. You know, she has really become a strong ally for the LGBTQ community in recent years. Not helping. Oh, I beg to differ. I am thoroughly enjoying this. Augie wallowing in despair is like crack to me. That's saying something. If I decide to go, though, maybe I'll see you there, Kelly. I have seats in row 15. Wait a minute. You got tickets, too? Why didn't you tell me? And why on earth would you get tickets? You make fun of my Essential TS-13 mix all the time. One... I thought it would be best to break the news to you on air, as your disappointment makes excellent entertainment. And two, while I may not like your mix, everybody knows any essential TS mix should include White Horse. Furthermore, it's been well established that Ray has an affection for leggy blondes. But more to the point, tickets are a win-win for me. I can either sell them to pathetic souls like yourself, 
For four times face value, or that extra ticket can become a dating gold mine. Do you have any idea, Augie? I mean, any idea what a young, virile female is willing to do for a Taylor Swift ticket? I'd show you, Augie, but I don't, I don't think your virgin eyes could take the shock. Ugh, double ew. This day just keeps getting better and better. Oh, it does. It really, really does. On a side note, Ray's best buddy bookie website is back up and running, and we are now taking wagers on the number of times Augie openly cries on the air in the next month or starts a sentence with the word, well. To sweeten the deal, each online bet now comes with a downloadable clip of Augie not so silently weeping at his desk. I told you multiple times my allergies flare up. Oh, that's one, folks. Speaking of gambling, I think it's worth pointing out to our listeners that Augie is also salty because he's already been mathematically eliminated from our office fantasy football league this year. Oh, and Augie, um... Who's in first place at the moment again? You. What's that, Augie? I, I'm sorry, gosh, I just, I didn't quite catch that the first time. You. Also something I don't understand. I dedicate six to eight hours every week to research statistics, injury reports, matchups, weather patterns. You picked your team based on diversity and who the hottest players were. It makes absolutely no sense. And yet, here we are. Kelly's diverse hotties clearly sitting in first place. As I said, just gets better and better. Count it! I think I saw it here. That's number two. <laughs> oh, I love this game. Oh, cheer up, Augie. I told you you could have my tickets to Lee Greenwood. He's playing the casino the same night as Taylor Swift, so I can't make it anyways. I'll tell you, you're going to love that. Fourth encore of Proud to be an American. You'd think it gets old after the first three, but never does. Brings a tear to my eye every time. Choking up right now. Think I'll pass. Well, don't say I didn't ask. Or don't care. Anyways, now that we've taken the time to belittle and degrade Augie, which I personally think we should dedicate more time to each episode, we do have to move on with the show. So with that, I would like to say it's good to be back home sweet home in the Sunshine State. It's been a grueling last month traveling around the country covering election fraud, rampant, everywhere, frankly. But once the Lauren Boebert election was secured, it was time to get back to the good people of Florida and bask in the warm embrace of our leader, the one, the only, Mr. Ronald DeSantis. Just so our listeners have a little more clarity on this crusade of race, after essentially every major election in Arizona and Nevada was upheld, Despite Ray's best efforts, in typical Ray fashion, he convinced Larry to max out his credit cards and go on a four-day bender with him in Vegas. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we actually have a brief clip of Ray out there, just to give our listeners a little taste of my life on a weekly basis. And for any lib art majors out there thinking about getting into the journalism game, just give this soundbite a real good listen and see your future. Augie! Ray, I can't hear you. It's, it's four in the morning, Ray. Where, where are you? Augie! Augie, 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 why? Why, Augie? Hispanics. What are you? Uh, Hispanics Lake! He's gone. She's gone. She's gone. What? What are you talking about? Seven down. Hit me! Augie! Ray, the hooker said she's gonna leave now. You gotta pay her. Well, I ain't got any more money. I don't know what that means, Shanghai Shakedown. She hit me, Augie. She <laughs> hit you. Oh, the humanity. And there you have it, folks. A raw glimpse into the life of Augie St. Clair. I, I have so many questions. Um, why would Larry be in the room with you if there was a hooker there? Also, was that wolf in the background? Like, 
My God, what? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, sweetheart. And until they bring back the brothels of old, that's where Ray needs to go when he's down on his luck and needs to pay for a little strange. Also, I wanted to visit my good friend Leroy. Who, by the way, Kelly, you'll like this, he's a black man. You ought to appreciate that. Raise friends with all the colors. Black, brown, mulatto. Well, he's your loan shark slash molly dealer, so I'm not sure friend would be the most accurate description. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Great. Augie. Another stereotype. You paint the black guy as the drug dealer. That's just, that's real nice. Like they don't have it hard enough already. To be fair, that's what he is. Though I'd hardly call it a stereotype. Like I'm going to get X from some white kid dealing dime bags out of his mom's basement. You want a stereotype, Kelly? I could tell you where to go to get the pure stuff. You're going to want to find yourself a real Latin hombre. Pencil mustache, ponytail. Real greasy looking. That's where you get the Alex Jones coke. How have you not been arrested? Oh, he has. Several times. Oh my god. You are like the epitome of white privilege, Ray. You're openly talking about doing illegal drugs on the air, laughing about it, and then somehow rile up your base of Christian conservatives to believe it's the Democrats who are somehow destroying society. How is this possible? Okay, if Kelly's wrapped up with her we're all children in the same cloth spiel, I would like to point out for the record, Vegas is nothing like it used to be back in the day. Old blue eyes would be appalled. Just another thing the snowflakes have ruined. Where the hell did all the Asians come from? Okay, this is the part of the show where it all goes slowly, so all of Ray's lesser gifted yokels can all follow. Ray takes some piece of nostalgia, in this case, 1970s Las Vegas, but it could be anything. Real Christmas trees, tab, white male privilege, etc. And then says it's the quote-unquote snowflakes fault that things changed. Oh, and they eat it up, sister. Mm, Well, they didn't eat it up on November 8th, did they? Have no fear. I have full confidence those elections will be overturned once Mr. Mike Lindell has his say. The only place Lindell gets his say is during non-peak hours on OANN. I think he's also in pretty heavy rotation over on the the Great American Family Network. Lots of MyPillow ad spots are tucked into that steady dose of gay-bashing Candace Cameron films. Yeah, that makes sense. How dare you speak ill of Candace Cameron? Or any Cameron family member for that matter. Damn smug liberals. They're the glue holding our wholesome way of life together. Protecting our children from the depraved radical left. A woman who doesn't acknowledge gay marriage isn't protecting anybody. And yet you just got done talking about doing drugs, yet it's the left that's ruining society? And everybody knows that the Olsen twins carried her through her acting career. It's been well documented that she was a drag on the cast from day one. I think you mean John Stamos carried her. Did the Olsen twins even do anything in the show? They were just babies. The Olsen twins and Lizzie are precious perfection. Long scarves, casually smoking, that bohemian chic look. They are everything I've ever tried to be in my life. I mean, have you seen their latest? They invented the baggy look. Well, that... Oh, and Augie's on the board for his first well. What I was going to say is that explains why you show up every morning in that oversized sheet. It, it is the cutting edge of fashion, Augie. If you weren't... Idiot, you'd know that. That sheet, as you call it, costs $287. Okay, I'm not really sure who or what either of you are talking about right now, but I do know that that show was about one person and one person alone. And that was Aunt Becky. Stunner. Stunner on the show and a hellcat in real life. Grease and palms, buying her family into success. The American dream is what she is. That's the American dream. 
bribing someone a half million dollars so her daughters could get into college. I simply see a mother trying to help a daughter get through this crazy, mixed-up world we call life. Really all anyone could ask, I would think. Again, openly flouting the idea of breaking the law, using money and influence to get things other people can't, and yet, somehow, it's the left that's tearing at the fabric of society? How do people believe this? Augie, are you getting this? You know, I'm just reviewing these points. You beat me last week with a quarterback on bye, and you didn't even replace him. How is that possible? Augie, you're just, you're useless. You're really just going to sit here and let Ray defend something indefensible? I try. It's clear there's no justice in this world. Are you happy, Ray? You finally broke Augie. I wouldn't worry about it. He always gets like this in the late fall. Seasonal affective disorder, I believe, is what the lib nuts call it. He's got a case of the saddies. That's clinical seasonal affective disorder, the doctor said. <laughs> sure thing, Augie, sure thing. Anyways, he starts to chip her up once people start putting up Christmas decorations and Old Navy starts running those dancing ads where everybody's wearing a sweater and there's a blend of black, Asian, and whites doing something debatably homosexual. Also, if you thought his polo collection was excessive, wait until he gets into sweater season. But we live in Florida. Like my mom always says, you can take the man out of the Midwest, but you can't take the Midwest out of the man. You know, Augustus, I, I worry about you sometimes. And I don't mean that in, like, the funny ha-ha sort of way. Like I said, don't worry. He'll be whistling off key Christmas jingles and droning on and on about the latest holiday spectacular to hit the Walmart station in no time. Or don't you remember his Christmas card memos throughout this July? Groan for Christmas. Christmas comes twice. The Christmas melody. Would I kill them just once to have a film about Hanukkah or Kwanzaa? Why in the hell would I want to see Lacey Chabert do anything but fall in love in a cookie shop in the greater New England area during Christmas time? Now, is that going to happen during Kwanki or Hudukie? No. Great. Yep. Classic Ray, you pretend you don't know the words so your idiot listeners can laugh at the joke. Ooh, the Christmas melody was a good one. Hey, look at that. He's back. All right, with that, it just about brings us to the break. We'll be back next segment to talk about the battle that Kevin McCarthy has on his hands to attain the Speaker of the House position. And not to mention, a very new favorite of mine that we're going to roll out. Definitely not my favorite. That's right, Late Night DeSantises. We imagine a magical eight years under a DeSantis presidency. Oh, the culture wars are limitless. Elmo and his pedophile ring, critical race theory... And why in the hell is the Geico Gecko a limey British bastard? Didn't we win that war already, no, people? The Reckless Ray. The Reckless Power Hour. Power Hour. Power Hour. 